Welcome to the From the Terraces podcast. I am not Rory Fallow, it's Matt here. And uh, actually, I haven't got just an apologies for you this week. We've got some actual podcasting, um, but there is no Rory this week, so it's just me. But it's just me and Steve from Embrace. I caught up with him in the past week, so we've got an interview with him for you to play. Um, we spoke about their upcoming tour and new album, as well as a little bit about football, as is customary with From the Terraces podcast. And uh, we spoke about, of course, their 2006 World Cup song, um, World Eat Your Feet. Um, but before we um, hear from Steve and me again, um, <clears throat> a couple of things. Uh, I've not watched much football over the last week, really. It started, but it hasn't started really. The Premier League's back, isn't it, on Saturday? Actually, tomorrow, Friday. Um, championship was back last weekend, our team. Sunderland's drew 1-1 with Coventry City. Um, uh, and I've got an apology to make. Uh, a couple of you on Instagram, my personal Instagram, were concerned that I appeared to be losing it this week. Well, I've been on some kind of weird liquid diet and I've been running a lot. And it's gone quite well, actually. But a few of you, well, a couple of you in particular, were very concerned that uh, I appeared to be having soup for my breakfast um, on Wednesday or Tuesday, I believe. Now, I would like to confirm that that wasn't soup. It was a kiwi, apple, and lime smoothie. So, I'm sorry if you were stressed at work all day thinking that I had soup for breakfast and I didn't get back to you in time to clarify that before I ruined your day. Um, so, yeah, so we've got an apology there for you, one of um, many apologies that I frequently have to make. Um, Rory is in America. Uh, I'm an American. He's gone to do some stuff in Florida, which I'm not really interested in, despite his best attempts to send me photographs of it. Um, <clears throat> so, hi, Rory, if you're listening. Um, I hope you're not, really. Yeah, kind of you want, I suppose. Yeah, but thanks for nothing this week, mate. Thanks for absolutely nothing at all. Um, Seagull watch. I have not been attacked by Seagull anymore. Um, I have. I would like to state again that I will not be chinning a Seagull, despite saying that last week. I'm concerned that someone may report me to the Royal Pre- Prevention of Birds. No, Protection of Birds, not Prevention of Birds. That would that would be chinning a Seagull. Um, Right, anyway, before I'm going to get into, like, legal difficulties here with seagulls and punching them, um, I won't be doing that. Um, It's good of Frank to be asleep while I record this. He's usually squeaking one of his loser toys. Um, It's very nice that he's not doing that right now. I've got... Have I got any write-offs this week for it? I'd like um, the best ever of the week. It's quite difficult to do this in a minute, but I'd like to give... uh, uh, mention to well, well, Southend United have. Uh, I don't know how much I can really say about this, but Southend United have named one of their stands badly. Um, I think they may have withdrawn their sponsorship for obvious reasons. But please just Google Southend United at the minute; they're very much in the news. Um, and they've also announced a official turmeric partner, which is interesting for a national league side. 
Um, what else has been going on this week? Well, I have watched. Oh, I've applied. Oh, I find out soon if I um, get an audition for MasterChef. So that's going to be really quite exciting if I lose my mind live on BBC One. Is it, well, not live, but you know, if I start talking about pears on BBC One, you'll know that things have taken very much a turn for the worst inside my mind. Um, we've got um, actually next week, I think we've got a bit more from Garth from Pit Pony we had on the pod last season. Um, we're going to do some chatting about their tour, their album again, because uh, it's out now. And uh, he can talk about Middlesbrough for a bit. Because um, it's going to be just me next week as well, so we might as well uh, get some guests on while we're always gallivanting across the across the pond in uh, the US of A. Um, right, I'll hand you over to well me now. Um, I caught up with Steve from Embrace. He's a lovely guy actually. We had a great chat about um, all things music, all things uh, football. And a good dive into uh, their favourite song of mine, All You Good, Good People. So, um, yeah, here's me and uh, Stephen from Embrace. I'm here with Steve from Embrace. Um, We're going to have a bit of chat about their new album and upcoming tour and also a little bit of crack as as, uh, as customary about about some football. But um, it's good to have you back. It's good to have Embrace back. You must be be buzzing to be... uh, to be better than your album. Yeah, this is my this is my favourite time really once the the album's coming out and there's tour looming and everything and it's really exciting. This album was finished kind of end of last year, so it's a long time. You know, before it comes out, and I'm really, really impatient. And I, when we finish it, I want it to be out the following Monday and get yeah. on. <laughs> it really annoys me the fact that you have to wait six months for vinyl to be pressed up and six months for a campaign to be put together by the record company and stuff. But yeah, it's finally, yeah, it's finally here, and it's all happening, and it's good, and it's going, going really well. No, it is. It's it's, it's exciting, exciting times. Obviously, the album's out on uh, the 26th of August, uh, How to Be a Person Like Other People. Um, there's been a couple of, of songs released from it so far. Uh, Death Is Not The End and, and We Are It um, are available. And it's the inspiration behind it then. Is, there, is it something that's come from... I've, I've spoken to a few bands um, recently since the, the pandemic started and stuff. People have took a lot of inspiration from that and not being able to do anything. Was there anything in that for you or it's been different this time is in that uh, we've all worked at home and so mm. basically sent down all our ideas every week and i think i sent him 40 songs during the lockdown and yeah. mike mickey and rick have all done similar amounts so he's had a lot of music to to sing along to and basically send him stuff try and inspire him try and get him to come up with lyrics and melodies over our tunes so yeah we haven't spent much time in the studio this time which is a rarity been in for a couple of months maximum it's strange isn't it i think a lot of bands have had to adapt how did you how did you find it was it was it fun was it weird was it both was it frustrating or what the actual start the pandemic and everything well obviously that was i mean that just unprecedented times none of us knew what was happening then yeah 
die and might as well drink ourselves to death first. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like we're never going to be able to go out again. So, <laughs> um, no. yeah, it was a. We've kind of had to adapt. Um, we realised because we never we didn't get furloughed and we're self-employed, so we were knackered. Mm. We only get money from live, really. So we realised we'd recorded most of our career on VHS. So we started going through the old backlog, all the gigs we had recorded, all the album tapes we had, and we put them together and create this Patreon thing. I don't know if you've heard of Patreon. Where you yeah, see. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we kind of kept kept ourselves busy doing that. And that's been a godsend, really. We've, you know, earned a bit of money out of it, and it's kept us busy and kept the band going, really. Um, oh, that's great. I mean, it, it was just such a, a bleak time, particularly like, for all industries, but, I mean, particularly, like, the live, live music industry, where it just didn't exist for, for 18 months, really. It was... The start of it as well... I'd, I think, when did it start? About March or something? Marchish, yeah, sort of middle of March. Yeah, I remember sitting down, like, sort of about February and thinking, this year I've got the most gigs booked up front that I've ever done. I think I had, like, 14 gigs booked up. I had Nick Cave and, all, you know, Strangler, oh, well. Strangler's final ever tour. I was going to go and see them four or five times. And there were loads of stuff. And it all went. And then I, it's been so hard keeping up with the rearranged dates because they keep going, now it's next year, April, then it goes back to September, then the following year. I think I've missed, a, I think I've done quite well, but I think I've missed a couple of gigs. I think, you know, I've paid for gigs that I haven't gone to. Yeah, we did that. I had, I, I mean, even now gigs are still being rearranged. And we had, I had a point, I think it was the beginning of this year, where every week, I was yeah. at a gig, that, and I was looking at the tickets, and I was like, I bought this in 2019. We had that in April. We had, went to, I think it was seven or eight gigs in three or four weeks, and I was sick of gigs after that. <laughs> it was, it was you know, Nottingham, Manchester, Leeds, you know. Well, it just cost us a fortune. We were going over to Manchester. We were going down to Leeds, Sheffield. Obviously, I'm in, based in Sunland and um, Newcastle up the road, but even then, it's like, I can't afford to go to these now. <laughs> it was... Um, Certainly, a really, it's been a, a wild, a wild ride. But you are, you have recorded the album though, and um, yes. we, we are back. So, um, what, what was it? The inspiration behind it was it, was it something? Well, the song title, the album yeah, title, the album title. Yeah, I think it's something that uh, Danny's like a married man now with two kids, and he's kind of having to join the real world rather than be a rock star. Focuses <laughs> on writing songs and music and the business and so. You know, I think it's his missus keeps saying, I'm training you to be a human being kind of thing, you know. Oh, well. Sort of thing, you know, that catches up with everybody eventually. So I suppose that's where it came from, really. He's, he's got a normal life, you know. Not yeah. partying with rock stars, I do. It. <laughs> <laughs> in the Yorkshire, sort of West Yorkshire, in the in the Dales kind of thing, and just takes his kids to school and like a normal person. Yeah, like, yeah not like a rock star. <laughs> well, if you're doing, it will be being a rock star though. Um, at the end of end of August and into September, because obviously you've got a tour uh, coming to support the album. You've got Bingley next week as well. That's a big festival for us next Friday. Next Friday, and the tour about two or three weeks after. So it's all exciting stuff. No, it's a big tour as well. Um, starts in Aberdeen, um, yeah. and. Goes through to Norwich in uh, the eleventh of September, um, and you've got a big London show as well at Brixton. Yeah, 
the first time we've played it in 17 years. I've just been. Yeah. To, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're up in Newcastle as well. Um, so a lot of listeners from. I always like Newcastle. It's a good. I like. I like that. There's some nice bars basically, and some nice areas to explore. When we go to every town you go to, I can look at record stores and find a nice pub to have some food in. And Newcastle's always good for that. It's got some good record shops as well. Yeah, it's got um. Yeah, there's there's a couple of good. There's one by uh, Granger Market. The, the the name escapes me, which is really yeah. poor of me. Um, last time I went up there, so it, it, you know you've got a lot of time waiting around, so you want somewhere interesting and nice to wander. Oh, there's a few. Um, certainly. Well, it's it. Uh, it looks like it's a Friday night as well. So that's uh, at the Newcastle Northumbria University. So that's oh, a bit lively than Friday. Night. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. If you um, yeah, yeah, Friday night in Newcastle is always yeah. Yeah, I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's some good pubs for you anyway before yeah. Newcastle, definitely. Yeah, but, um, and everything. So, no, it's, um, no, well, that's no, that, that that's very exciting. So, obviously, get yourself. The support comes from uh, lottery winners as well. It's a fantastic yeah. band to. Uh, I've seen them a couple of times. Well, uh, Rick, our, our guitarist, has a band called Eva, and they supported the lottery winners, and they got on with them so well, and said they were so fantastic, such fantastic people, really. Yeah. Fun. Really great to get along with. He said, "Can we put them forward for the tour?" And we listened and said, "Yeah, gosh, they sound fantastic." Let's look forward to meeting them. Oh, I know it'd be good. I mean, obviously, get yourself along to the to the tour and uh, the the album uh, the twenty sixth of August. Now, this is a we did well. I say it's a football pod. It you listeners to the pod will know it's a pod of just general chaos, really. Um, but we do have. Um, music themes and obviously football but so you're a Leeds fan Steve. yes although I'm a bit I've, I don't really go every week like a proper league football fan does but I have watched every single game for the last three years that's been on TV and I was massively in love with Bielsa like all Leeds fans and I just think you know I think with him going was I think Leeds fans would have rather gone down and kept him because it's a very iconic man yeah, I mean that's that's something that we we spoke about this on on the on the podcast towards the end of of last season. Was that did seem to be the feeling with with Leeds? It was like right, we could go down, but we do love him. Yeah. Um, so he's an interesting one because he did obviously stay up in the end. Yeah, and it, it could have been the right decision, but I mean he didn't have a plan B, which was his probably. Mm. He had a lot of injury problems as well, you know. Um, but oh, you've got to admit the Premiership were a lot better with Bielsa in it, wasn't it? A lot more exciting. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's everyone's it's like Guardiola loved him, Klopp loved him. He's like the, he was almost like their like their mentor really, and like the someone they really looked up to, wasn't he? But it's it it, it did kind of work though. You stayed up, and that, you've obviously yeah, a big like, season this one. All our two best players, so mm. not holding out a lot this season, to be honest. It, You're not. It's early days, isn't it? I mean, we'll see. Uh, it's still middle of cricket season for me, and I don't really get interested in football again. Because <laughs> I'm old school, I used to watch cricket in the summer, football in the winter. But... Well, it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? Because obviously the, the season's all over the place because everyone stops playing for six weeks because you've got to go to Qatar for the World Cup. So it's too early. Like our season, I'm a Sunderland fan, and our season starts on Sunday. Right, it's just far too early. Like it's it's not, it's it's insane, really. 
Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Obviously, on the subject of football, um, 2006 and World Cups, um, well, your feet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> How did um how did that come about? Is that something you were uh, like? The, I mean, it's we were, it's a strange one, really. We just finished recording, and uh, I think we were, we were in London in a hotel. I can't remember where the hotel was or anything. Yeah, like, all I can remember is our manager came to see us and said, uh, "I had a weird request today. The FA have been in touch and said, <laughs> have you got any songs that are suitable for the England football club?'" And uh, we kind of had a couple of pints and said, well, we've got this song left over from the album that's quite uplifting. But we haven't put yeah. words for it. And he took it into them and he said, oh, yeah, that's the sort of thing we're after. And um, can we have it next Wednesday kind of thing? That was it. <laughs> the, the title came up by a manager coming up the world at your feet. Was it Wayne Rooney at the time or Beckham? I can't remember. Someone had done his metal, metal tassel. Yeah, Beck, it, was, it was either Beckham or it was one of the two because it was the Germany World Cup one. It might have been Rooney, I think. Yeah, we got over to Germany to see the Sweden game. Um, yeah, so it was a weird one. Um, the, the band, other than me, are not into football at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I was watching Man United play Barcelona in Champions League one night. Mike McDonough <laughs> walks in and we, goes, which one's Man United? Like, yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> There's no interest at all. Uh, it's just as well you're doing this one then, isn't it? Because it's... <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so it was weird. Um, it was a different level for us, really. Suddenly, instead of doing the NME and stuff, you're talking to the Sun and the Daily Mail and people like that. Yeah. Yeah, a bit scary. Yeah, a bit of a... No, because yeah, because this will obviously um, that that was after that was a Nature's Law album, wasn't it? So that was just yeah. after that, yeah. and then that was that uh, the one that preceded that was Gravity and Ashes, and we had a big a band debate about do we really want to do this? Do we want to get involved with it? And the record company were there going, this time next year you'll be brilliant, <laughs> old boy, and we, we sort of like pound signs came on our in front of our eyes and we thought let's have let's give it a go you know let's have a go and obviously we didn't become millionaires and we didn't <laughs> <laughs> no but it's it's one of them though isn't it you can't really turn the i know what you mean it's very should we do this um because i mean you, you well we've seen some football songs that have been recorded over the years and yeah. but it's obviously you've got your you know three lions and your new order up there and everything yeah pretty poor really isn't it yeah, there aren't too many. Vindaloo's um, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vindaloo. Uh, was was that an un- was that an unofficial one, Vindaloo? I think yes, unofficial that. Yeah, but um, no, it's not something you can really turn down, though, is it? When uh, well, let's go for it and see what happens and have an adventure. And uh, yeah, I've got to go over to see the England uh, match in Sweden, which I think it was two all from memory. Um, and they put us in with the. Uh, Wives and girlfriends. So. Oh, did they? I was going to ask. Did they, did you get to go over and uh, did the FA get you over there? Next to Ray Winston and like uh, <laughs> two seats behind us, and uh, we must have been embarrassing because we couldn't believe you could actually drink beer in the ground. 
Oh, of course, yeah, of course. We were all there, sat with two pints. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's it's completely different. Um, I always find that weird. I watched it. I watched a few games in um, in Europe, and you you feel I, I was stood. I went to the San Siro, and you stood in the concourse with a with a beer, and everyone's just walking past, going upstairs. Oh God, of course, like you just, <laughs> like necking it before kickoff. <laughs> No, it's uh, oh, it's it. But that, yeah, that's like a, a pretty unique experience, really. Right? Yeah, and, uh, I mean, we got to the PFA awards as well, which uh, were an interesting night. I mean, got to meet like, yeah. And I remember shaking hands with Alan Ball and all sorts of sort of, you know, we're in awe really because they're like superstars, aren't they? Some of these footballs. We were sat next to Stephen Gerrard's table, and uh, just they're all there, Michael Owen and everybody. <laughs> it's crazy, really, like, isn't it? Because it's like. You do feel you get in, obviously get get into be in these situations. It must be pretty um pretty surreal, but it's no, it's it's not something you could have turned down. And it's obviously yeah, uh, that's where I came from. It's better to have tried and failed. Absolutely, no, it was it was um it's a decent song, but it's not a football song. Really, it's not got the. We, we were promised the football players would get involved in, in the video and would put some overdub some chanting, but it never happened. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were all into like Jay-Z and Kenya Rap music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the squad at the time, I'm thinking, yeah. yeah indie music, this little indie band from up north, you know. <laughs> no, it's, um, no, but it's, 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 a, it's a hell of a, it's a good story though, and it's a good, uh, it's, it's a good experience, isn't it? Yeah, people sort of ask you about it with a sort of a, a wry smile on the face. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, this album, um, it'd be your first, it's your first one for, for four years, um, since 2018. So, is it really? <laughs> yeah, time flies. <laughs> <laughs> time does, no, time, time certainly does fly. Um, it's, it's a, I mean, I, I remember this, I, I'm 30 and I remember listening to, um, to yourselves. Uh, my, dad, my dad was a big fan when I, when I was growing up. Um, and I remember listening to, um, Ashes and um, obviously gravity and then nature's law, but then went back into all your good good people and I I, lo- I love that song. It's we we obviously went to Wembley and won the won the playoff final at, at the end of last season and I remember writing or we did a, a magazine for for a pop for the other podcast we do and um, I remember calling the the article um, all your good good people and it was it. Um, it's just, it's an amazing song like that. All you can get people listen to me. You just about done with the way that you feel. There's nothing rings home enough to dig your heels in. You don't have to leave me to see what I mean. All you can get That must be one of your favourites to play live. I know it's yeah, and it's one that's always been in the set. We've never dropped it from the set. Yeah, it feel it won't feel like a proper gig if we didn't. No, it's we've got to do it, and I've not bought, got bored of it yet. Um, but it must mean it's there's something about it, you know. Oh, it's just it's euphoric, really, and it's very um, it's quite relatable as well. I, I was thought there's like there's, there's a few a few experiences I've had where that song really fits in. I just remember. Thinking like looking out of Wembley and that song, I remember listening to it on the way home and thinking, yeah, this is this is pretty 
pretty that, special for this time. Yeah, everyone together. And... When we recorded it, we were all stuck in London traffic, driving up back home, and I had a little uh, VW Scirocco, and there's five of us in a little Scirocco. <laughs> crammed in and um, stuck in traffic for hours getting out of London and we go should we had a tape player and we said should we put the song on and see if it sounds good and we put it on and it was suddenly the world seemed a brighter place and we all just felt uplifted that we'd created something like that and you know probably haven't had that feeling since really we're just like wow we've done something special here Oh, it's anthemic. It's, I mean, uh, obviously that that album is is generally quite come back to what you know, and the title track from that. And yeah. I was just the uh, you re- released that album live, didn't you? Did yeah, a uh, live version, and it's twenty uh, fifth anniversary next year, so we're gonna. Oh well, wow. Wow. <laughs> 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 that was sort of. I remember listening to um, to Gravity and when. When I was when I was a kid, and well, I've been sort of twelve, two thousand four, I think that was. But you probably know better than me. <laughs> you feel really old. Like- I'm sorry, I'm making myself really make myself feel really old. But no, it was um, then delving into you know something that like obviously in the nineties, uh, come back to what you know. But no, it's it's great to uh, to have you to have embraced back. Really, the, the tour, as I, as I said, um, starts in Aberdeen and. Runs through Edinburgh, Newcastle, Nottingham, Sheffield, Cardiff, Birmingham, obviously Brixton Academy in London, Manchester, um, and then finishes in Norwich. So get yourself along to that. Get tickets. Tickets are out now. Pre-order the album. Um, How to be a person like other people. That's out on the 26th. Is there vinyl of that, I presume? And oh, it's a, it's a beautiful splat of vinyl, white with loads of colours. Splatters all over it. It's, it's nearly sold out for the down to the last hundred. So. Oh really? Oh, we're getting quick then. If you want, if you want, um, if you want that one, um, head over to social media for um, all the links to that. Um, I'm gonna. I always do this. I'm gonna ask for some predictions for the football season. I always do this with the fans we have on. Um, so I'm gonna obviously Leeds. I'm gonna. I'll ask for a final league position for Leeds. Anywhere above bottom three. Don't sound very optimistic at all about this season. I haven't seen anyone being signed yet. I've not paid much attention. There probably, probably has, but you know, my my two favourite players are gone. So kind of, well, yeah. I mean, that must be a bit of a kick in the neckers, to be fair. <laughs> so if we survive, that'll do me. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you will. We did. We actually we we did our predictions pod yes it's just gone out now uh, we did our predictions pod I think I had Leeds about 14 who's worse than Leeds then next season well I had um, going down I think I had uh, I had Forest Bournemouth and Southampton going down alright uh, I just I just I can't Forest I, d- I don't I don't really like Forest but they well, have from Mansfield and she hates Forest. So. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. You can agree with that one then. <laughs> and I just think Southampton, it's about, they just seem to be getting closer and closer to going down. Yeah, yeah. And, they um, sell out all the best players, don't they, every season? So. Yeah, and, and Bournemouth, just that's kind of what, it just feels right that they'll just get relegated, really. They're not really added to the to the squad. But well, hopefully Leeds do still. Um, it could be, it'd be an interesting one for Jesse Marsh, I think. Yeah. It could, it could either be, you know, 
the season that makes him, or he could be gone in three games. So it's yeah, exactly. Pretty much feels like that. I don't really know that much about him yet, do I? Also, no, no, but he did keep you up, so he's kind of earned a little bit of a, yeah. you know, a little. Well, certainly a little bit. He did six games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll do six games instead of three. Um, well, yeah, no, it's been great. Um, it's been great chatting to you. Um, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, hopefully, Leeds still get yourself. Take it for the tour, whatever you want to go and see Embrace, and make sure you uh, make sure you get the album, get the the last hundred vinyls. So um, yeah, probably less than that by the time by the time this is out. So yeah, make sure you head over to to the store and get that pre-ordered. Um, and yeah, thanks very much for joining us. You're welcome. It's been fun. Thanks again to Steve. He was brilliant, crack. He was a uh, a lovely guy, and uh, yeah, as I said, there. Make sure you get. Tickets for their tour or download or stream or buy their album. It's uh, There'll be even less copies available now than I said there would be on that interview. So make sure you do head over to their social media and follow the appropriate links. Now, um, I've got not really a lot else to say other than um, thanks for sticking with us. It's annoying really early in the season that we've had to take... A different approach to the first few weeks, but fear not, I'll be providing you with some stuff throughout Rory's absence. And you never know, we might get uh, we might get a little bit from across the pond from Rory as he, uh, I don't know, dresses as Mickey Mouse or something or does some announcing at uh, Disneyland. He's done everything else, hasn't he? Um, he didn't ask me to go with him, but you know, we we you know we learn from these things. We learn from these things. Um, yeah, I don't know what day I'll be back next week, but I will be. I'll be joined by some guests, as I've said. I'm going to try and get a couple more different things for you to keep you all entertained and keep you all busy. Make sure it's too late now probably to join. Well, you can join the Fantasy League if you want. Head over to the social media pages. Um, it's all on there, but you may, depending on when producer Rick gets this out, you may miss the first uh, round, so... You'll be behind, although you probably won't be very far behind me. Um, right. All that's left to say really now, I think, unless I'm, unless I'm uh, missing anything else, I don't think I am. All that's left to say really is, uh, well, thank you very much indeed for listening. <laughs>